Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This is episode 196. 195. Oh, gosh. Always always, think. Let me double check. Always one ahead. Uh huh. Always, Chris. Always one ahead. I, I do believe it is. I'm trying to pull it up now, but it, it's it's taking... It, that's what I named the session, so I guarantee that it's okay. 195. All right. Well, uh, this week, um, we uh, have a couple of interesting topics to talk about. So, um, we need to go on the record as saying, we talked about reviewing The Space Between Us this week. Yeah, we talked about that like whenever we were running down the, the movies that we were interested in this year that we might review. And then I got on Rotten Tomatoes today and saw that it had a 4%. Yeah, and decided I'm not watching that. What uh, What's funny about that movie, and, and I love, I I hate it whenever this happens. But then again, it's like it's fine whenever it happens. But whenever the more I see of the movie, the more I would rather not see. Like where it's yeah. like you you watch one trailer and you're like, oh that's interesting, and then the next trailer you're like that's far less interesting, and the next trailer you're like that just looks downright awful, you know. Yeah. So the more I saw of this one, the less I was uh was into seeing it, and so that's always the to tell that it's probably not gonna not gonna be a great film. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. Like, uh, it, you know, the more I saw of it, the more, more I didn't like it. So yeah, but it wasn't. I was still willing to go see it yeah. until I saw it was just getting awful reviews. And we've talked about that before. Where like, pretty th- bad. There's a there's a level there's like a there's a threshold for the garbage I will watch mm-hmm. to review. I mean, I, on the I don't think. On the podcast here, I don't think we have ever reviewed something that I would rather have not seen. Yeah. You know, where it's like the, this is like walk out. You know, kind of like should I walk out? Like I haven't even contemplated that while well, we watching. Well, we didn't go see Fantastic did. Four because of that, right? And so, uh, so that's the kind of I, I like to enjoy movies whenever I go to see them, Chris. Yes, and uh, and so I would rather rather not see something that I'm not going to enjoy. True. True. So what have you been up to this week? Oh, man. So it's been a while because like, we recorded last week's episode a little early because mm. um, I was going out of town the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so I flew out to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Super fun trip. We were there, I think, the full day. First full day was Thursday. So we got out there. The Wednesday was basically a, a huge travel day because there was no direct flight. Mm-hmm. And uh, that just increases travel time because like, there's a layover in the Denver airport. And, uh, and then there was like we had the second flight. So, I mean, think grand total of the travel time, the way out there was like six hours and change. And then on the way back was like eight hours or something like that. And, uh, so I did a lot of mobile gaming, um, on the flight, especially on the way back. So I was, uh, I was playing my three DS quite a bit. Um, Whenever I got back, it, since I've been back, I was I got back a little uh, on I guess Sunday. You were gone uh, through like Tuesday or something like that. So yeah. um, so, but I I played some Destiny last night with some people. Nice, it was super fun. That's but, awesome. Um, that's pretty much what I've been up to. the uh, The trip was super fun. Spent a lot of time in San Francisco, running around, literally running around the city. We stayed in a uh, in an area of the city that was kind of like central to everything. Mm. It's a really like we were like a block away from like Touristville mm-hmm. um, in the Fisher. Sherman's Wharf area, mm. and uh, and so from there though, I could basically go out and grab breakfast at a, at a coffee shop, get some amazing coffee, and then take off running into into one direction or the other. So one day I went to the downtown area, mm. 
and I saw like the the Coit Tower, which is like up on top of this the, this huge hill uh, mm-hmm. overlooking the bay, and th- the story behind this monument was that there would be somebody up there um, back way back in the day when it was still like a small fishing village during the gold rush days. And uh, the ships would come into the bay and there'd be somebody whose their job was to stand on this, this thing with a bunch of signs like and, and signals and see what type of ship it is and then move all these, you know, they said it was uh, like a, a, a little thing on a stick with a bunch of different arms and the arm positions would tell you what kind of a ship it was, like the wooden arms of this, this device. And so it would tell the village below whether they should care or not that there's a ship in the, in the port. Wow. Anyway, so they built this tower there. And I ran <laughs> up to this tower. And uh, very, very pretty, very cool. And then I went down to the uh, Transamerica Pyramid, which is the, the big pyramid-looking building that's in, uh, in San Francisco, if you look at the skyline. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of construction that's down there. There's going to be some kind of cool... Um, I don't know, like round buildings that are mm. kind of going up right now. Like they, they'll, they'll look kind of cylindrical in, in, a, in, in those ways. And, uh, and I ran down there, did some coffee. Later that day... After taking a shower and uh, and Ubering back over to like the downtown area, I actually got a tour of uh, of IGN. Nice. Um, which which IGN, you and I have been reading um, yeah. IGN for years and years and years and yeah. years. Um, and so that was that was kind of one of those things that was like, you know, blowing my mind. Like the day made, you know, yeah. trip made yeah. right there. You know, that was uh that was a really fun, fun time. So I got to meet some of the, uh, the personalities that were, that worked there. And a lot of the people that have been reading their articles and, uh, and listening to them on podcasts, watching them on web shows, that sort of thing for years. Yeah. And, uh, that was a very surreal experience. Very cool. That's man. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, so a big shout out to, uh, to Fran Mirabella and Ryan McCaffrey and, uh, and sh- at Sean Twister's on on twitter you should, you should follow sean was uh was a member of their uh, social media team showed me around did the whole tour thing and uh and it was awesome actually ryan mccaffrey suggested a pizza place um to eat at and so we ate at that pizza place it was delicious um it's called tony's it's in north beach and uh and so that that was really the italian meatballs chris at this place were delicious we in fact went back the next day um, and got it. They have like a, a world award-winning pizzas that are there. But uh, you went but yeah. twice. Yeah, so we went twice, and wow. it was it was primarily for the meatballs, um, but the pizzas were both delicious as well. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was really good. And then the next day, I ran the other direction to uh, to the the bridge to uh to the golden gate bridge and that was that was a that was a fun day as nice. well so saw nice. everything down there there's a lot of uh there's a couple different um the remnants of like forts mm. and uh and and those types of things over mm-hmm. there from from various time periods um the following day that we were there we did the alcatraz tour nice which the first time we were there five years ago, right, um, for our honeymoon, and in between that that trip, which we went out to Alcatraz, did the audio tour, was amazing, and then this trip, there was a zombies map for Call yes. of Duty, yes. um, Black Ops Two, yes, that was based in the Alcatraz Island, uh-huh. and dude, being back and like knowing that map inside and out, yeah, it is amazing. It, How accurate is it? It is very accurate. There's only a few different things that, that like are odd about it. Like where there was a gondola, they added a gondola uh-huh. and they added some like tunnels underneath, which mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know that those tunnels don't exist, Chris. Yeah. You could take a sledgehammer to that wall and there could be a door back there. True. There could be a wolf head on the wall. True. Who knows, man? But anyway, it's very accurate and uh and just being back in that audio tour, if anybody ever has a chance 
to do the audio tour for Alcatraz Island, do the audio tour. We had a friend who was out there um, at the same time, and like he went to the island, didn't do the audio tour. Why? It's the same price. I don't know. Like it's just I guess you didn't like maybe you went at it with the wrong way and like came upon oh well, there's an audio tour. You know the only way you the, like you would miss it is if you didn't know there was one and like you went backwards or something yeah. like that. So um, but yeah if you ever do it just do the audio tour. Super cool the. Uh, they have recordings of like the inmates and the guards oh, cool. um, that were on the island, like telling stories and telling like telling you about the place. Like yeah. the one of the the guard, he's got like the 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 gruff kind of voice and stuff, and, <laughs> and he'll he'll tell you direct you where to go, and it'll be like step forward to the next cell, and they like, look into the cell, and it's like it's very cool, very cool. They have all the sound effects. That's awesome. Um, very awesome. Very fun. And so that was that day. Um, the next day, we, we met up with some friends and then uh, flew back to Nashville. And that was the eight-hour journey. So we got in very early in the morning on, on Monday morning here did in Nashville. Did you go to a so. Disney museum? Oh, yeah. We did the uh, we went to the uh, the Walt Disney Family Museum, which is there. We did That's that awesome. um, on, let me think, Friday. So what does that really mean? So... I they they take they took a bunch of uh, a bunch of like the memorabilia that his family had had his oh, okay. daughter had had and then like put it in this museum. So there's a lot of like original artwork, like yeah. some early early drawings that are, like the actual paper, and then they had the art cells from a lot of like the movies and Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, and they go through the the process of that. The way they have it all arranged is really cool because there's a lot of audio that that. Walt himself had recorded whether mm. it was via like the television show mm-hmm. or whether it was like him just sitting with a recorder and just yeah. talking about his life and about his early life and how he got into drawing and the business and yeah. and uh, and how he ended up in in Hollywood making making yeah. movies and and that sort of thing. Um, but as far as like what they actually have, they have like the uh, I forgot what it's called, like the multiplane. Um, camera so where like they have like the the backdrop going and, and mm-hmm. you can zoom in and out and, and all the different technologies that you can see while you're there and, and touch things that are there um it's a really cool thing to, to be there they saw all of the oscars that all of the 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 disney oh, movies cool. have won like so the seven dwarves oscar it's really funny because they have the big oscar but then they have a seven like small oscars <laughs> uh, for, for the dwarves like they go down the steps and that's stuff like funny. that there's a really famous picture of him and uh, shirley temple standing next to that oscar because i think you know i think they, like she pre- presented him with it or whatever and it's just a really cool museum it was a, a thing where they said that they suggested at least two hours yeah. to go through. We had like an hour and 15 minutes. And so like I didn't skip anything. And I think by the time like I finished up the last room, I, I like once I knew how much time we like only had left or whatever, I kind of like picked up the pace a little bit, didn't yeah. read every single thing, didn't necessarily listen to every single uh, audio thing. But I saw like a good overview of the entire uh, of the entire thing of, of Walt's entire life and all the way through like Disneyland and then uh, and then all the way to the end and and like into the, like the memorials and things like that that uh, that were were done in in Walt uh, whenever Walt died and uh, and it was a really cool experience, super worth it, super worth going. That's awesome. Um, it's in San Francisco. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not sure sure why. I think like his daughter may have may have like lived there, and that's where they wanted to put it. Um, but you would think that it would be like around Disneyland yeah. or something like that. It would be. It would get more. That'd make more sense. Yeah, it would make more sense. Um, but it's it's in it's right there near the the Golden Gate Bridge in uh, in San Francisco, which is has a beautiful view of the Golden Gate Bridge as well. That's um, awesome. So very very fun, man. Very fun. That's awesome. 
What have you been up to this week? Well, I was also in California, John. Boom! We were together? <laughs> no. Oh. I was in LA. That would be really funny if you were like, no, I was just following you the entire time, John. <laughs> yeah. So um, really, honestly, like I, this is what I always do on vacations. I always take like take like my Vita, my 3DS, and like a book. I'm like, I'm going to do all this <laughs> stuff, and I do none of it. Yeah. And uh, But I did, uh, I did play uh, some um, uh, Taco Master more. Taco Master. Nice. Have you mastered those tacos? I mean, I'm getting close, but that's literally the only thing I've played in the past like week. Are you a, a taco Padawan at least? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> like I, I, I've I've completed the first two like main campaigns and like the time trials, and I need to just like finish the last two campaigns. Nice. Like one of them, I think, is almost actually um, almost done. So yeah, like um, that's really all I did. So we went out there um, briefly. The first day we were uh, we were stayed in downtown LA. Um, actually, the night before, flew in, got some in and out nice. downtown in LA. Um, flew in with some friends, and the, they uh, went and stayed with some family and friends. And Didi and I got an Airbnb downtown, and uh, right next to the Broad. And we uh, we it's a, a museum down there, a modern art um, museum. It's from like the nineteen and. Uh, 80s or 60s on. It was like it's all, it's all post World War II art. Cool. Um, completely free, which is awesome. And uh, there's all this like cool stuff. Uh, there's an infinity room, which they let you in for like it's this it's this room with with lights and mirrors and like water floor. Have you posted a photo? No, of this? I, okay. I will post I will a photo like before the podcast goes up, and you should go to your uh, Instagram or Twitter yeah. or like yeah. you know whatever and check out the uh, the photo. But you were telling me it's like forty five seconds is yeah. not a long time to do anything. No, it's, it's so they were saying like right before you go in, like you get let in for forty five seconds, and it's literally like just enough time for you like to get a sense of things, but not really understand what's happening. Yeah, like and so like what was funny was after it's really true. Like after I left, I was like I just want to go back in there, and like you think about it for like hours afterwards. You're like, <laughs> man, what was like? How did it? Because like I I was able to figure out the floor. I was able to kind of like figure out like like. Okay, the water, the the way that the mirrors were working with the lights. And now, did you go in expecting to like want to figure out everything? Like, I mean, obviously, like just no, not really. Just like being human yeah. is is wanting to know how things are right. constructed and exactly. how things work. And so, like, you go in and, and I mean, hoping for an experience and yeah. that sort of thing. But I can imagine picking it apart. You know, yeah, I didn't go in like trying to like figure it out. But like, yeah, you just kind of like, you know, I was like looking at the ceiling. I'm like, I don't understand what's happening. And then I had to go. You know, like, yeah, yeah. So. It's amazing. Um, yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, they also have like that's electro- really rather like unique, like the whole yeah. forty-five seconds thing. You know, that's a like because you think about art and and I guess all art, depending on what it is, there's a time frame for it. You know, even like oil paintings or whatever, they degrade over time, or like certain light will uh, will cause them to degrade and things like that. So even you know, this is meant to be experienced forty-five seconds at a yeah. time. You know, well, last time we were in LA, like we went to uh, uh, LACMA, the LA County Museum of art or something like that that's right and uh we went to the rain room and that mm. actually just closed that exhibit just closed um that's, done that's wild man like and that like this is the, i that, this is the kind of stuff i like and where it's just like this is here and if you don't experience it it's just gone you know like and that's the same thing with uh, the infinity room it's kind of the same way like if you so we we got there at and we're in the standby line whenever it opened at 10 um now, was this just for that room or was this for the entire museum? It's for the entire museum. And yeah. then, then you have to get in a, but you have to get in a separate queue. Like you go and sign up on this iPad. Right. And it was another two hours before we can get in that room. Wow. And uh, basically, like by the time we left, like there I were guess people. 45 seconds at a time. And if you want, you know, hundred, these hundreds of people who are here at the museum to go through. Yeah. 
it would be that, you know. We left about two thirty, and everything was booked up for the day for the Infinity Room. And at one point, the wait line was the wait was like four hours long or something like mm. that. Um, it was really cool. It has a bunch of like Andy Warhol stuff. Um, it also had some audio tours, which is kind of cool. I listened to a couple of them. I would like to go back and do all of them. So like the and they had like three different tracks, and so you could take the the kids track was uh, narrated by, by Lavar Burton. Dude, I want that track. <laughs> I know. And oh he, my goodness! And you could like look at a lot of these these paintings and uh, and art pieces and have Lavar Burton um, talk to you because some of them deal with like uh, more like like war or mm. you know like more mature subject matter yeah. and so like they weren't then they would say before you went in there like if you're not accompanied by an adult like don't come in here okay. kind of thing and so like Dude, that's interesting yeah and, I like that and then there were like then there were um, the other track was artists. On about the art, so it was like it was a, a well-known artist talking about this other person's art, and then the third track was the actual artist talking about what the, like their piece, and so like cool. they, you could just go in and beside the nameplate or whatever, you give a little icon. And what I liked about this this place also was like a lot of times. So like when we went to the brain room, we also went to they had other exhibits there at LACMA, and like it would literally just be like this is the artist, and this is what it's called, right? Whereas this gave you like they would they would walk through like this is kind of what they meant by this and this this portrays this and this stands for this and some context yeah some context so you weren't just like staring cool. at this piece being like ah, I wonder what this is right <laughs> you know I like, think the best like art installations do give you some context even if it's like even, so here in Nashville like there's the Frist Art Museum yeah and like they'll do a really good job of like whenever they put up like certain pieces that are that are from a certain artist like they'll go through and they'll paint the walls like on the walls around the thing mm-hmm. like the, it's a custom kind of an installation. It's just just for however long it's there and they'll paint like stories and say, Oh, this is from this time period. This type of thing was going on in the world. And, Mm -hmm. you know, so yeah, that's a really cool thing. Like that's that the audio, it really, I mean, the thing I like about audio tours and, mm-hmm. and audio tours where like lots of people are doing them is that there's not a lot of noise, like because everybody's listening, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, especially like with uh, with you know museums that are very echoey kind of rooms, yeah, and, yeah. You know, it's like the noise can get you know out of control really fast. Yeah. But it's like with an audio tour, everybody's listening to this thing. Yeah. And I also love how like it puts you in your own space, but then you can like look over at whoever you're with and react and be yeah, like, oh, yeah. this is, oh gosh, <laughs> you know, it's really cool. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah. So then we did that. And then we went to, uh, we did this five course traditional. We went to, it's called the Gardens of Taxco. Hmm. And it's it's in West Hollywood. It's apparently this famous, like, Mexican place, uh, Mexican restaurant. That's awesome. You can go there and uh, uh, it's a five course traditional Mexican meal. And it was fantastic. Like, we, I'd been recommended it by a friend who used to live out there. And uh, so we went and like, I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was, I guess. I don't know why, but like, it was just, it blew my mind, man. Yeah. And uh, even whenever we were out there, like, apparently there's usually a, 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 you have to get reservations. We just walked in. We didn't realize it. We walked in like right after they opened it, hmm. basically. Um, That's super cool. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was, it was really, really good. It was delicious. So we went to the observatory at night, which is, even cooler. I love the observatory. It's a really cool, uh, cool place. Yeah, and like you know, uh, it was, it was just cool, like just to be there, and you know, it was, like it was a great weekend, great uh, weather in LA, like nice to be outside, like it was just really, really cool. Um, it's and been then, rainy there for like weeks and weeks and weeks. Yeah, like everything was packed, like yeah. and, and like even so, we, the next day we went to Disneyland, um, and it was packed again. So it was like, yeah, like the people we were with said like it's been rainy. For like a long time, like it's probably everyone's here because it's sunny. Hmm. Um, and then uh, spent um, Monday, part of Monday afternoon on Newport Beach, which was awesome. Like it was a great, 
Great Beach, huge. Um, there's a lot of cool, like, I want to go back because, like, we didn't explore the whole thing. But there's, like, all these, uh, I mean, uh, there's the the boardwalk, you know, where, like, you know, the sidewalk, you can, you know, like, run or jog or ride yeah. your bike or whatever. Uh, but there's all these, like, shops and little, like, places to eat and stuff like that, like, along the boardwalk. Yeah. Um, more so than up north, like, up by, like, you know, Santa Monica and Venice and all that kind of stuff. Right. Like, there's stuff, but it's just kind of like, this is just, like, kitschy, kind of, like, touristy, like, right. you know, I don't know if I really want any of this stuff, you know, right. like... Here's you kind of got to go off the beaten path to find like the unique. Kind yeah, of but these were like there, yeah, yeah. these were like uh, boutique stores, you know, and and the yeah, it's a little pricier stuff, but like they were it was really cool, like really cool like clothes and places to eat, and yeah, it was it was really cool. Um, and then uh, I was there for work, so we worked, and then I came home. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, hey, we've talked about this for like twenty minutes now. We have. Oh, is that too long? No, that's not too long. Okay, I don't think it's too long. All right. I mean, it's it's what we've been doing, man. It's true. It's what we've been up to. So, Chris. Yeah. We're going to talk about some artificial intelligence. Yes. Making films. It's true. But first, the news! The news, Chris. So, I have one piece of news right here, Chris. So, I was just looking through uh, Instagram. Oh? And Arby's. What? Put the... The cobra, cobra symbol? symbol in barbecue sauce. In barbecue sauce. What what with, affiliation do they have with, with cobra? no no like context at all? <laughs> I wonder if they're uh, they're uh, they're they're gonna like single handedly fund the next GI Joe movie. Maybe. <laughs> kind of strange. That's so wild. I feel like Cobra Commander must be their uh, like their their CEO or something. I mean, maybe. It's possible. <laughs> it's it's possible. And Destro and uh, I can't really think. I'm trying to think of all the other characters' names. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the first piece of news, Chris. Star Wars Battlefront 2 has been announced and has a release window. It is as you and I predicted on our look forward at the 2017 year. And it is in holiday uh, 2017. They didn't actually call it Battlefront 2, though. They called it the next installment in the Battlefront franchise. Ah. So we don't have a name yet. We don't know if it actually has a 2 or if it's going to be just Battlefront something or other. They've, uh, they said that it would not be locked into what, like it's, it's going to explore different locations as well as different time periods Ooh. as well. I mean, so, so did this one. I mean, I guess, yeah. But primarily it was during the, uh, it, was, it was during that, you know, I guess you're right because they no. had Hoth. They yeah. had a lot of different places. So I'm wondering if maybe that that means like, hey, we're talking like Force Awakens as well as mm, like Back mm. in the Past or something yeah, like that. Like possible. different visual styles yeah. rather than uh, rather than the same kind of visual style. Yeah. Anyway, so that's that's my piece of news, Chris. That's awesome. I have news. It is now February, which means you can get the Xbox Live February Games with Gold Ooh. games. Let's talk about them real quick. For Hit me the- with them, Chris. Xbox One, Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. Nice. I've been wanting to play that one. I, just because the name sounds really cool. I've heard nothing about it, so I have no idea. I just think the name sounds amazing. It's uh, it's, it's free. Um, and then Project Cars Digital Edition is available for, for free in the uh, um, back half of this month. Interesting. And so Project Car- I, I haven't heard anything about Project, Project Cars. Project Cars came really out either. around the same time as um, Forza Motorsport, or it came out in the same year as Forza Motorsport 6, I believe. Interesting. And also The Crew. Um, wow. And also Drive Club. 
No, <laughs> getting, didn't they getting all swallowed. Did they all come out in that same year? I'm pretty sure. I think sure. so. Yeah, yeah, all so within the same. Like I haven't. Like I mean, I played the crew. I played Drive Club. Uh, I played um, Forza Horizon. Not Forza Horizon. Forza Motorsport Six. Yeah, I've not played Project Cars. Interesting. So we'll see. <laughs> it's the one that fell through the cracks. It's this like the thing. I have I'm no still capacity. having tons of fun playing uh, Forza Motor. Or gosh, Forza Horizon Three. <laughs> yeah. So there's like. I have no motivation to download that and play it. But. Yeah. I think there's supposed to be another, like at some point this year, there's supposed to be another DLC pack for uh, Forza Horizon 3 as well. So yes. just be aware, Chris. Yes! Have there's play, more racing played, in the future. Have you played Blizzard no, Mountain yet, I haven't, John? I haven't gotten a chance, man. What do you mean you haven't got a chance? So I was out of town since the last time we recorded. You were saying you were playing Destiny. And I would play Destiny. So well, had, also, I, I only just uh, cleared off some space on my uh, uh, on my on okay. my box. So you need yeah. a hard drive. I do need a hard drive. I need to get that like two terabyte one that you were talking about, but yes. I don't know if they sell it anymore. So, oh, I just have one terabyte. Oh, you just have one terabyte? Yeah, it's just one. Oh wait, no, it's two terabytes. Sorry, yeah, it's two terabytes. Getting my hopes up. What do you mean they don't sell it anymore? I, I don't. I don't know. I just. I don't know if they sell the Xbox branded one anymore. Mm. I, I mean, I can't find it on Amazon. So weird. And Amazon has everything. You know, well, I couldn't Chris. find it on Amazon whenever I bought it too. You just need to go to Costco with me. I mean, do you have a membership to Costco? No, but I can get in with my gift card. Oh, okay. So we should uh, we should go to Costco together, and, and then, then I'll buy it with the gift card, and you just hand me some cash. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. All right. So uh, uh, Xbox 360. I feel like we need to dress up in like spy outfits in order to do this. Then they will not let us. And in. totally hum like Mission Impossible theme. No. No, 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 Monkey Island no, Two no, no, no. Special Edition. Nice. Free and Star Wars for the Force on Un- uh, Force Unleashed. Which so I've played Force Unleashed a little bit. Yeah, um, fun game. It's not in canon anymore, uh, which is a bummer. So if you're playing it to to learn more about Star Wars, this is not no. probably the best way to spend your time. Not at all. So but if it's a fun game, I'm okay with slashing things with lightsabers. However, I will say the Disney Infinity uh, Star Wars content was super fun, and they like really nailed a lot of the combat in that. So. It's it's got a high bar to meet before uh, before I give it my seal of approval, Chris. PS Plus free games available starting February seventh. Here's the full lineup: Little Big Planet three for the PS4. Nice. Not a hero PS4. Star Wall for PS3. Cross by with PS4. Anna Extended Edition for PS3. Ninja Sinkei DX for PS Vita. Cross by with PS4 and Torque L for PS Vita. Cross by with PS4. Gotta have that torque. L. Yeah. Um, the one I'm excited about is Little Big Planet 3. I loved playing Little Big Planet, Little Big Planet 2. Yeah. I've not played Little Big Planet 3 and honestly forgot that it was out for PS4. Yeah. And I came out on PS4. It was a different developer, but I it was it was good. It was a molecule. Yeah, and so but I also think like you can in that one you can get all of the content, the 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 user created content. So like the players uh, go, you know, create levels and, and games and mini games and things like that. I think you can get anything that was created for uh, Little Big Planet Two in Little Big Planet Three. So like the vast majority of the time that I ever spent playing Little Big Planet Two yeah. was on like user created stuff. Yeah. And uh, like super fun party games and things like that, like uh, just small nugget sized experiences. And so you can get all of that. In Little Big Planet Three, so nice. just interesting. I like it's it. It's awesome. So that's the news. All right, Chris, the robots are taking over the machines. They are. So I want to read part of an article from RedSharkNews.com, and it's talking about a new uh, movie called Morgan. Um, that's about an AI, and uh, an AI has edited the trailer for it, Ooh. or at least picked the scene. So. Ooh. Um, we're talking about video editing real quick here. So recently, IBM um, 
Uh, let's see here. Wouldn't it be great if your computer could sift through footage in minutes or seconds and pick out the best or most interesting footage for you to choose from? Recently, IBM did this very thing for the film trailer for Morgan after being fed with 100 different horror movie trailers. IBM's AI system, Watson, went through the trailers and rated it according to a statistical selection method. This drew upon a list of 24 emotions and 22,000 types of scene category. Watson also analyzed the voices, music, and scene compositions and rated them on a scale of scariness. Hmm. All of these gave Watson the basis from which to choose footage for Morgan itself, finally choosing the top 10 scenes that could be used in a trailer. While the AI did not perform the actual editing, it did pick out what it thought were the best shots and scenes. It was up to a human to provide the final trailer. And so uh, we'll post that at stayintrackerpodcast.com. You can watch it there. Go watch it now if you have the chance. And if you don't, we're going to keep talking about it. So, <laughs> we're just going to steamroll right through. Yeah. Um, so, like, the, the idea, I guess, like, right now, like, okay, uh, from a, a video editing standpoint, um, it'd be great to not have to, like, hey, uh, will you search through all these hours and hours and hours of footage and find the best shots and have it do it for you and just pop it out. Um, this trailer is very disconcerting. It's very odd. It's very weird. Yeah. And I'm like, is it supposed to be weird? I don't know how much of that oddness is like the fact of like, because some horror horror films like have weird trailers. Yeah. But like, you know, others do not and are like, you know, pretty like, oh, it's cool. The one thing about this is like, I didn't, if, if I hadn't known what the premise of the actual movie is, then I like, I would be very confused because I didn't get the fact that like, um, I didn't immediately grasp that the 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 movie was about ai like is about an artificial mm-hmm. intelligence and like you know it's an artificial intelligence horror film I and mean, they kind of pre- they present that in the first like 10 seconds of the trailer they do but it wasn't like i don't know it wasn't necessarily like you know i don't know i didn't click with it like right away but it's i don't know very very interesting but i do love the idea that it's it's very meta and that they're like hey this is a ai horror film mm. can we have an ai make the trailer mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that's 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 a unique idea i like mm-hmm. that um i don't know like so it analyzes it analyzed all these trailers and said oh here's what a here's what a good horror film trailer is probably mm-hmm. and like here's what it consists of here's the types of scenes that it consists of and the types of beats and things like that that it consists of and then it categorizes all of the film and all these different shots into all these different categories and spits out what its most recommended thing is very interesting i don't know i like it seems like that would be a cool thing but i i don't know i don't know about this trailer chris well even even think about um Think about like have have you uh, noticed? Uh, sometimes it's Facebook. Sometimes it's just like Google Photos or whatever. It'll take photos. Yeah. That you have taken and video that you've taken over the past like you know two days or something like that. Mm-hmm. If it's all in the same location, and it'll put together in like a in a montage for you. Yeah. And sometimes it's not great, but most of the time it's actually pretty decent. Yeah. Most of the time it's like oh all of those but one. You know. Yeah. And uh, and so like. It's interesting to see computers trying to, like they talk about in the video I posted on uh, stayintargetpodcast.com, uh, talks about like the computers, like it, like it's hard to think about them making art, you know, because they are, you know, that that would indicate original thought. Yeah. And, um, eh, I mean, it just feels weird for some reason. Well, didn't we talk about on the podcast at some point, we talked about there was an AI that had created a song. Yeah, and it and wasn't that great. It wasn't that great. I mean, it was it was like it's it's pretty generic. It, it like kind of plays off a lot of different things. But um, I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, like the originality of of it feels like maybe that's what we're missing, well, or that's I mean, what it was missing. You know, to be honest, is are ever completely original. Well, it's not because everything get, everything is derivative. You're right because everybody is influenced by you know you're influenced by the television you watch and right. the, the books Even you read. Even this computer and, was saying he analyzed a hundred other horror trailers, which is more horror trailers than I've watched. It's true. It's true, and determined. Hey, what was the best? You know, what was yeah. the, what was the best way to, to to get this across? And that's really all I all you do as a uh, as a creative is just like base things on your own experiences. And you think about trailers in that a lot of them, you know, a lot of them will be that way where it'll be like, oh, you could put almost any you know any movie to the same trailer soundtrack with the same like eight oh eight you yeah. know horn blasts <laughs> or whatever you know, and it's like it, it all feels like it's the same trailer. Like I, inevitably, whenever we go to uh, to the to the movies and we watch the uh, the, the trailers before, and inevitably there's gonna be one that does the bah horn blast thing, you yeah. know, and then continuously builds that up to the last thing, and then they hard cut to the date, you know, and it's like yeah. so there's it, it's a really there's really, a formula there's a formula if it's a really really derivative kind of art form like it some things work they just work and so you know in that case it's like a trailer would be something like hey that's lowest hanging fruit for for yeah. an ai or something like that to, to do because there's it there's a lot of work involved in it because you have to take lots and lots of footage and cut it down to you know a minute and a half so there's a lot of work involved in something that is you know that is somewhat derivative anyway and that mm-hmm. is somewhat like uh somewhat you know cookie cutter in a lot of ways now granted with this an editor you know edited the footage as that's well right. so like it's a little smoother and that's what makes me like I, I mean yeah she has a weird tone i wonder if the movie just has this weird tone yeah you know like where it's just like super stark and like slow kind of but yeah it's interesting like maybe we'll see movies someday that are uh, edited by ai yeah or uh i mean i don't know maybe we're already seeing them chris yeah we don't really know <laughs> That's why Suicide Squad is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we, maybe there's just AI making all yeah. the decisions for the DC movies. Yeah, may, I mean, probably. That, I mean, it would be, honestly, that would make more sense. You just than, walk into the boardroom and there's just like it's a big server. <laughs> yes, make more sense than actual human beings making some of these decisions. <laughs> Uh, oh man, we, we didn't we, cover in the news. I know. Uh, we should uh, we we should talk about that. Yeah, for a second, Ben Affleck is not directing the Batman anymore. He had Sad made a quote face. and said. If the script's not any good, I'm not going to direct it. Well, I guess the script's not good, Chris. Cut to he's not directing the movie. <laughs> he backtracked on that one a little bit, like whenever, whenever. No, you, you have know. to from a PR point. Oh, of course. But like, I love that he said it, you know, kind of in an offhand way at, at one point, and then he backs off of it for a PR thing because he's the he's Batman. It's yeah. like he's going to be in this movie, right. Whether or not the script is good, right. so he wants it to succeed. So he wants it to succeed, and you know, but he also wants everybody to know that if the script is bad, it wasn't him. You know, he did say though, like the way he put it was like it came across as like not that where he said you know like I I didn't realize how much you know time and effort and it would take for me to be Batman. And I didn't feel like I could direct and act and do a good job of both. Yeah, and that I guess that makes sense. But then again, it's like it. It also are you tell, saying that it didn't take a, enough time or as much time to be the other characters that he's directed himself in? Yeah, like the town, great movie. You're telling me that you? I mean, come on. I mean, obviously, the the only difference in my brain between like the town and and his character and that and the depth of that character yeah. and Batman here yeah. is the suit. Yeah, you know, I don't know. It's like the time it would take for him to be like, all right, hold on, cut. 
I've got to get. Maybe it's because he couldn't, like, he can't see properly out of the suit, and Possibly, so it's like yeah. he feels like he couldn't do his directing capabilities in this suit. Maybe, it's or possible. that people wouldn't listen to him as Batman. It's possible. I feel like I'd listen to him more. I feel like every director should dress up as Batman. Yes, and him film yes. their films. So let us know what you think. Watch this trailer. Let's know if you think it's scary or not. If yeah, you think it's a good trailer. I've heard both sides where someone's like, "This is an awesome trailer." I've also heard someone say. This trailer is terrible. Chris, here's where I stand on like on like the definitive thought that I have is without the music, yeah. not a scary trailer. Mm. I want to know what the like different variations of scariness, like how it determined that. Yeah, well, and it was also in in some of the uh, the behind the scenes footage which you can watch like if you watch that whole video on the on the site there. Like they talked about how like oh, and then there's these heartfelt moments and like where you needed to cut to that and I was like that's interesting too. It's like how does it decide like yeah. w- when there needs to be like a heartfelt moment yeah. in a horror film, you know, or, mm. or whatever, like a trailer like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I feel like on mute, not nearly as scary. Well, yeah, I don't um, think any scary movies scary on mute. That's true. The, <laughs> if you remove all the sound effects from, uh, from paranormal activity, probably not scary, not scary at all, not scary at no. all. That's why I can't imagine watching that like an iPhone or like <laughs> in a plane or something like that. You're like, oh, who cares? I don't know. Yeah, I can't hear anything. <laughs> no like, monster there. Oh, 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 there's the the chandelier swaying. Oh. So this this is a very like fluffy episode. I feel like. <laughs> We just threw a bunch of just stuff in here. Well, Chris, we've been out of town. We've been we've been on vacay and work yeah. trips, you know, and True. so it's like we're not back in the swing of things just yet. Well, let's go ahead and end it now. Perfect. Then get people out of here early. I like it. Yeah. You're getting out of class early, guys. <laughs> go enjoy the day. Play some ultimate frisbee in the field. Exactly. In the field? I, I don't know. I just, on the quad. On the quad. There you yeah. go. You can find us online at stayintargetpodcast.com, on Twitter at chriswright250. And johnwright777. Please go to your podcast service of choice, review us, tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. Shout wherever you're at right now. Just shout out stayontargetpodcast.com. Next week, we're definitely reviewing the Lego Batman movie. Oh, man. I'm so excited about that movie. Too. It's going to be I, awesome. I hope it doesn't let me down. Like, because like, the Lego movie, we went in, like, I went in with no expectations yeah. to the Lego movie. Zero. Yeah. And then this is the opposite of that, where yeah. I'm, I'm going in with, like, pretty high expectations of how, like, funny this movie is going to yeah. be and how, like, I'm going to enjoy it because I enjoyed the Batman character in that movie. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm not sure, Chris. I will. Ooh, ooh, I'm leaving a little suspense. I'm gonna go home and go to bed now. Are you? You seem kind of. You seem kind of tired. Oh yeah. Like so sleepy. I got home last night and um, still kind of on like California West Coast Pacific time. Yeah. And uh, so what was funny was I was working on my computer. Well, then you should actually be good right now, Chris. No, no. Because they should feel like it's two hours earlier well, than this. Well, let me explain. Okay. So I was working on my computer, which was still on Pacific time as well. I didn't connect to my Wi-Fi. I was working, working, working. I was like, okay, I'll go to bed. It's 11.30. I need to go to bed. No. Oh, no. It's 1.30. Oh, no. And then I had to get up at 6 yeah. Obviously, this morning. <laughs> while you were gone, you know, your work didn't shift to California time. So I set my alarm for 5.30 oh. just to make sure I was up by 6. And, oh. uh... Yeah. That's painful. So I'm I'm exhausted. That's painful. (laughs) Next week, though, Lego Batman movie. Lego Batman movie. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. First try. (laughs) (laughs) That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay Stay on on Target. Target.